Welcome to Art Life Conversations, where we talk about all things art life, from the struggles and the wins along the way, to making art, learning, and art history, to talks on business, career, and selling art. No matter where you are on your art journey, here you'll find inspiration, encouragement, and motivation as Kelly shares the real life of a working artist. And now, your host, Kelly Folsom. Hello, artists. Welcome back to the Art Life Conversations podcast. I am artist, teacher, coach, mentor, uh, Kelly Folsom, and so happy to be here with you again today. If you are an artist who is wanting to be more successful in every aspect of your art life, if you're wanting to have more fulfillment and thrive more, then that is the purpose of this podcast. And that is what I'm here to serve, uh, to do, to serve you with. So today I'm going to be talking about what I've learned about how to be a successful artist. Like what are the key ingredients that it takes to really be a successful artist um, from, you know, making your art, learning about art, you know, getting that high skill level that you desire and also having a successful financially abundant uh, and lucrative art business as well. Um, I don't see any difference between those two. I really see them as all interconnected, okay? And so I'm gonna go through these six um, elements that um, you need to have in your art life. You need to embody uh, habits that you need to adapt in order to be your most um, successful self as an artist. So here we go, let's dive in. All right. Um, and if you're new here and you find this podcast valuable or if you're watching it on YouTube, please um, like or download, um, subscribe to the channel so that you can get the most new up-to-date um, uh, videos as well. Okay, so the number one thing I'm going to say, um, because this is the thing that helped me the most right off the bat as an artist, and that is education. Okay, uh, please, please, please avoid the self-taught trap. <laughs> I always say like, you know, if I'm self-taught, then, you know, the teacher is maybe really not that good. So self-teaching yourself, you will just always come up against yourself, against your own limitations. Um, I know for me as a little girl, you know, I loved playing the piano. I had just a few piano lessons and I just took off with them. And, but then my parents couldn't afford to continue piano lessons, and I, but I had the books, you know. And of course, this is pre-YouTube and, and all that and all the online stuff. And so I kept trying to teach myself. I was so, and I was so determined and I was so committed. And I would practice, practice, practice and try to teach myself out of these books. But at the end of the day, there came a point where I could not understand some of the higher level concepts that the book was trying to teach me on my own and I had no teacher around me to help me with that. So eventually what ends up happening is you just plateau out 
And then for me, you know, of course, losing desire, like why I don't want to just keep playing the same songs or stay at the same level. I want to get better, you know. And so education, I would say, is the number one thing. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to go to art school um, and get a degree. There are so many fantastic and there's also really bad art teachers out there, too. But <laughs> there's some really great art classes you can even find online. It doesn't even mean that you have to go study with somebody in person. I mean, that is... Is, you know part of what I provide for artists online is the art life school um, where you can get feedback and get instruction and get help so the number one thing is education and that goes for both your art skills and educating yourself in terms of running an art business both of those things you're going to need education in both of those those things I myself have invested um, probably about at this point probably about two hundred thousand dollars in since 2007 and I know that that seems like a lot of money of course that's spread out but you know my art school was about 100k um, but because I did that because I made that investment in my education both in my art skills and my art business I have made all of that money back and of course more than that um, okay number two is ma really mastering yourself um, this, is, this is things and of course each of these we could dive into so deep but with the time here I just wanted to give you you kind of these six elements um, just like elements of art right like there's elements of art that make a piece of art successful and it's the same thing you can follow the same type of idea and recipe for your art life success so these are self-mastery these are things like um, working on your imposter syndrome working on your self-doubt right like building more confidence believing in yourself more um, realizing that you're not an imposter Imposter, you know, um, all of us had to start at the same place. Uh, managing your um, inner critic, you know, how you talk to yourself, um, what you believe, working on any blocks that you have in terms of money blocks, you know, all these things. This is a self-actualizing, self-mastery process. And I find that for me, that the more that I master that, the more successful I become. And that too has been an education process that I've gotten a lot of help with. And of course, there's, gosh, there's so many free resources out there as well. Um, okay, number three to being a successful artist is really discovering your artistic voice, okay? And in the business world, they would uh, probably describe this as finding, discovering your brand, right? Like clarifying your brand and discovering your brand. Um, I really see it as like finding your own artistic voice, really knowing what that is. Um, there's a lot of artists out there who haven't discovered that yet, and they really maybe paint in too many different styles, too many different techniques. They're all over the place. One day they're painting like this artist, another day they're painting like this artist. And what you're gonna find is that that's really Going to limit your success as an artist because people really want to know what the artist thinks, what they stand for, why they paint the way that they paint. You know, why does Kelly paint from life? You know, what does that mean to her? Um, why does she paint all a prima? Why does she paint still life? You know, for the most part. Um, you know, so you want to discover that for yourself. And this is something too that even in art school, like they did 
did not teach us. I had to put myself through a self-discovery process on my own because I had no coaches or mentors back there to help me with like like I help, you know, artists find their own artistic voice, but you really do want to find that out. Who are you? What is your why as an artist? What really drives you? What really lights you up as an artist? What is your brand, you know? What do you stand for as an artist? What are you against as an artist, you know? Um, and the only that's the only way that you're really going to be able to get your messaging clear and your marketing clear and have like a clear identity as an artist that really makes you stand out from the crowd and come out of obscurity and stand out from among other artists. So that is really, really critical if you want to become a successful artist um, in this life. Okay. The fourth thing is you must market and possibly network. When it, you have to really do both. Now, I tend to market more than I network, and some artists network a lot more than they market. But you really will need to do both in order to have the most success as an artist. Um, so this means that you have to put yourself out there, right? Which, of course, again, going back to that self-mastery means that you're going to have to come up against um, fears, you know, fears of rejection, fears of not fitting in, fears of criticism, fears of not belonging, perhaps, to certain art organizations, to certain art groups. But if you stay in obscurity and you stay in isolation, I can guarantee you that you will not have success as an artist in any ask and I'm not just talking business I'm talking you know just mental and emotional health you know and and that your inspiration level when it comes to you know showing up at the easel so um, we all do better in a culture and in a community we know that we're human beings we function better in in that kind of environment um, and of course you're gonna have to market yourself you can't hide away in a corner hide your work in a closet and be a successful artist so you're gonna have to believe in yourself enough to put yourself out there and market your work okay the fifth thing um, this is a huge all of these are so fundamental you have to do every single one of these if you want to be successful but the fifth thing is really setting goals and I would say setting high goals okay setting goals that really inspire you that really motivate you and again you know we can we could dig into all of these and do like a whole podcast on each one of these topics um but setting goals um i i ha i didn't used to set goals and as soon as i learned how to set goals and why to set goals everything started changing for me in my art life and in my success. Um, so I'm a firm, firm, firm believer in setting goals. Now you wanna make sure that those goals are in alignment with who you are as an artist, with as a person, you know, what you value in this life, because whatever your top values are, are the things that you're gonna be most motivated for, but setting goals, right? And um, I think, you know, there's like the, what is it, the acronym, the SMART goals. Um, the thing that I take away from SMART goals the most is that your goals need to have a specific timeline to them and they need to have a number. And I talked about this a couple of podcasts ago with the um, revenue goal that we talked about. 
Um, but setting high goals, both for your art achievement, um, you know, for your revenue goals, um, for, for anything, you know, you just want to be able to set goals and of course then track those goals and stay on track with them and hold yourself accountable or get other, you know, get coaches, teachers, me teachers, mentors, other artists and peers to help you hold yourself accountable if you need that additional accountability. Okay, the final thing, and this is both the goals and this one really kind of triggers a lot of artists, and it used to trigger me as well because I was like, I'm spontaneous. What are you talking about? I'm an artist. I just go where the wind blows, and I just <laughs> go with that inspiration, and this is establishing a routine. Um you want to have a routine. You want to have a schedule. Um, it doesn't mean that that routine is like you can never change it up or anything like that, but you want to have a routine. And I really also kind of see this as a ritual and your, your routines and your rituals really do serve those, those high goals that you're setting for yourself. Um, if you do not develop new routines, especially if you're just starting out, um, then what's going to happen is basically you're going to keep doing what you've been doing in your life before. So let's say you're just getting started with painting um, and you're just introducing painting into your life, you know, you're really going to have to develop a painting routine, develop a painting schedule. You want to decide when is it that I'm going to show up at the easel? When is it that I'm going to work on my business? And for me, I put all of that on my Google, Google calendar. And there, you know, of course there's evolution and fluctuation in terms of the routine. I'm not like super hard and rigid, but as as new things come in, for example, I just signed up to work with a new coach. And so her her schedule for her things was kind of conflicting with my schedule. So sometimes you have to kind of adjust your routine, right? And move things around and try it a different way. But the key is like you do, do, do have to have a routine. You've got to have some sort of regular habits in place that are going to support your success as an artist. And that's both for making your art, marketing your art, you know, um, and building your art business. You must, must do both if you want to be your most successful self as an artist. Okay, artists, I hope that this has been helpful to you. I'm super excited to hear from you. So be sure to leave me a comment in the comment section below or email in at info at Art Life with Kelly. Um, let me know too. I'd love to hear like, are, is there any of this that you are missing from your art life? If there is, that is probably why you are not quite to the level of success yet that you want to be at. Um, so really look at these six things. And if you're missing one of them, then you want to get them implemented and integrated into your art life so that you can achieve your dreams as an artist. Okay, if you liked this podcast, be sure to download, be sure to share it with an artist friend. If you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, all that jazz. Um, and I will talk to you next week. Happy painting, everybody. Bye.